as leaders and as business owners, um, it's really important that you show up as a leader and, you know, your personal brand is as radiant as possible. And you don't get there by not spending time on yourself. You don't get there by not spending time on cleansing your face, nourishing it, moisturizing it, but also doing that for your soul. How you treat your skin is how you treat your soul. And they both need love, nourishment, and exfoliation, like you were talking about. Yeah, you've got to spend time on yourself in order to be able to bring out the best juiciness and radiance and and abundance from yourself in order to do that for other people. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident, feel empowered, and challenged through inspiring stories, and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and y'all know I'm kind of a little bit of a diva maybe a little bit of a bougie, bougie kind of gal, Um, not in attitude, but in just, you know, I like for things to be aesthetically pleasing. I like for things to be opulent. I'm a Libra, Moon and Taurus. Come on now. So I'm pretty pumped to introduce you to our guest today because she and I just share a lot of philosophy on the concept of beauty. So Angela Gia Kim is the founder of Savor Beauty, a natural skincare and facial spa brand inspired by Korean beauty and self-love rituals, and a former international classical concert pianist. Angela created the award-winning skincare in her kitchen, became an accidental entrepreneur, and built her multi-million dollar enterprise around the philosophy of manifesting beauty brilliance and balance she has led hundreds of women's empowerment workshops and her savor beauty self-care planner has sold over a hundred thousand copies y'all angela welcome to the bombshell business podcast it is such a pleasure to be here with you amber so i just want to dive right in because we were talking a little bit pre-show and and i was saying like i i just know that we believe the same thing about beauty quote beauty to me i'm not trying to be prettier than i'm not trying to be a like a victoria's secret angel like that i'm not aspiring for any of that i just aspire for my outside to match my inside so i'm super curious what then does beauty mean to somebody like you who actually is a beauty entrepreneur Well, you said it perfectly, Amber, when you said that you want your inside to be reflected on your outside. And so I think you mentioned that Saver Beauty is natural skincare based on Korean beauty rituals. And that's really the basis of Korean um, ancient belief, which is that your inside is reflected on your outside, which is why Korean women, I don't know if you know this, Uh, they're obsessed with skincare. Okay. And I really think that It's because they're trying to make their skin as dewy and moisturized and shiny and mesmerizing as possible because they want that to be their inside as well. Moisturized, loved, nourished, detoxed, right? So I call it spiritual skincare because your radiance really comes from a lit within quality. It's it's the thing that comes through your eyes and your skin is a reflection of that. Mm, So good. You know, I even noticed, I've been through a lot of transition in the past couple of years, and I noticed that as I was shedding things that were untrue to me, 
that were in conflict with my most aligned self, that as those things were leaving my life, that my skin was brightening. Don't look at it right now because. No, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> I love what you're saying. I am not hydrated today. Um, and that's such a, it makes such a difference in, in your, in your complexion. But during that season, like people are like, what are you doing differently? And I'm like, I don't know, just kicking things out of my life that don't have anything to do with who I am as a person. And it really was kind of shocking to, and I can look at pictures now and see like this harsher, like my skin wasn't even bright, you know? So when you are describing like a, a Korean woman's desire to be nourished inside and to feel hydrated inside and how that just that whole concept. And I think as women, we just get like, you know, Botox and let's put filler in our face. And, but then you're not doing the things to nurture your soul. That actually is what shares your beauty with the world. Well, I always say how we treat our skin is how we treat our soul. So I'm not surprised that you went through kind of a renaissance of sorts where you're kind of getting rid of things in your life and then your skin is looking brighter. You're looking lighter, right? Um, so I don't know if you know this, but our skin is made up of a bunch of dead skin cells, right? And every 28 days when we're younger, our skin renews itself with a fresh layer of skin. And, but as we gain wisdom years, I like to say, it doesn't renew itself as quickly as when we were younger. You know, it takes 40 to 45 days, it slows down. So you really need to exfoliate and unclog your pores, which helps to reduce fine lines. It helps to give you that brighter look. So I, I think what you just said is so beautiful because um, you're literally taking you need to do that with your life too, right? <laughs> so as we're, when we're younger, we, we can just let things roll off our shoulders, but I think we need to make a more, as we gain these wisdom years, we need to make a more deliberate, thoughtful way to shed the things that no longer serve us. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that that's a beautiful, symbolic, very meaningful thing that you did. Yeah, so you have also gone through a divorce and and some of those beauty rituals were important for you to come home again to find yourself again to restore your sense of self-worth so can you just walk us through that process and where was the business in all of this was that did it birth from that or like how did all that fit into uh no the business i've had for over a decade at this point um but it was it was 2020 <laughs> Oh, me too. <laughs> really? Did you go through a divorce in 2020? Uh, yeah, that was that. Well, we decided on it. We didn't, no one knew until 2021, but yeah, 2020 was, we were definitely a COVID ending. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. So yeah, 2020, what a significant year for all of us, right? So that was the year that um, we finally decided to get separated and then um, that was the year that the state mandated the closure, uh, you know, the temporary closures of all retail businesses. And we have two spas in Manhattan. And so it was and then that's when the pandemic was happened. So it was for me a triple whammy. Yeah. And um, I felt really lonely. I felt really like because I'd been married for 20 years. I'm very lucky that my ex and I um, are friends and the whole thing was very amicable. So I, I definitely still had a support system, but you know, my daughter and I, um, I was never separated from my daughter. And so the first weekend that she took off to go see her dad, 
it was like a devastating weekend for me because I was alone for the first time and I didn't have a business to bury my head into at the time. I mean, we had our econ business, but as you know, Amber, when you have a brick and mortar, a lot of your time is spent in employee management and customer management, and that can be a time drain. So I didn't didn't know what to do. And so your, your question was, well, what are some of the did the beauty help through it? Did I, I created a lot of what I call radiance rituals and self-love rituals. And so washing my face was something that I really, um, be, it became a spiritual practice for me at night because for me, it was detoxing my skin, pulling out the toxins, the d- dirt and debris, and then sweeping it off of my face. And I really took that as a symbolic way to go to bed with a fresh slate Mm-hmm. not thinking about work, not worried about anything, not, um, and just, I would listen to meditations and I would just go to bed with a clear slate, you know? And then I did things like I challenged myself, um, once the pandemic was over, like I would, I I'm an uptown girl, but I forced <laughs> myself to go downtown to go to this emotional fitness gym. I met, I, I think I did a self-care supper and I was part of a woman's networking um, organization. And I just said, Hey, I'm going to do a, um, self-care supper with strangers and I've never cooked before. So <laughs> I'm going to start cooking <laughs> and you are invited. The first four people to, that say, yes, you're invited. And I, they, they said yes within minutes. And I had four strangers in my house, you know? Um, so I did crazy things like that. I jumped off, a uh, like a rock ledge into water. I'd never done that before. I, traveled a lot. You know, I just did things that I just wouldn't have done in the past, you know? And I think learning how to cook, learning how to meditate, learning how to do the things that I was so scared to do, uh, dancing, I I got really into dancing. Those are the things that rejuvenated me from the inside out and helped me to find pleasure and play in my life, you know? Well, and even just, I love that you got into cooking and I attribute that to how my body responded in 2020 as well, because I love cooking. My mom's a chef. So, um, I love cooking. I love feeding people. It's, it is something Mm -hmm. that is just deep inside of me, but I was married to somebody and I don't have ill will towards this person either. Like we, you know, I'm, I want him nothing but happiness. Um, but you know, he's someone who always wanted to go out to eat and like, I know what are in the ingredients of the food. And I'm also having hailed from Southern California, very interesting palate, you know, like lots of different global inspired seasonings and, you know, herbs and and different preparation methods or whatever. And even just having so many meals at home that are cooked with ingredients that I know are good for my body. You talk about nourish and your emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Like how much is food, your fuel impacting your skin. And, you know, I just like, I love hearing that, that like this one path of quote beauty then took you down these places where you were able to come home to your most truest version of yourself. Yes. And cooking is, you know, something that I do a lot now. And I love, I love it because you can't chop an onion and check your phone at the same time. And it's so it's sensual. It's very sensual. It's very sensual. Yes. It's a very sensual, aromatic. Um, you get into your feminine energy. It's it's, you know, you're using your hands, you can smell everything, you can mix everything. It's very creative, it's very centering. And it's like a form of meditation, wouldn't you say? Mm. Oh, 
100%. I, I could get so lost in the kitchen and I get it. Listen, bombshell. I know there's some of you out there listening right now and you're like, cooking is a burden. I hate it, but man, I could run a vacuum when I'm angry, you know, and like, good for you. Not for me. I do not want to clean ever. I do, but I don't <laughs> want to, but I get that same Zen when I'm in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I do too. I used to hate it because I'm a New Yorker and I was working 24 seven and <laughs> You know, my ex-husband was a great cook. And that I think that's what kept us together for so long. It was just like <laughs> dinner. And we ate dinner, like even on our last night together, you know, like it, cause he's such a food is very important for us. But, um, you know, now my partner and I, we live together and I cook for him. Um, I love the spices and I love that he likes my food and, you know, I'm learning how to become a good chef. So <laughs> I can cook a mean lamb stew now. So I'm, it's, it's really fun. Yeah. I can, we can exchange some recipes. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and I think um, that's something that's very interesting is running a business and a marriage at the same time. I don't know if that's something you want to get into, but I think this is something that a lot of women entrepreneurs um, and corporate women might struggle with. How do you balance the two, especially when you're launching a business? Because when you launch a business, you really are married to it for a while. You know, it's a newborn, it is dependent on you. Yes. And, you know, when you've, especially if you're investing a lot of your money, but also your psychic energy and love into it, it is like having a baby and it is very challenging to balance um, love and business at the same time. And I think um, it can take its toll on your psychic energy. So tell me about what you mean by psychic energy. Like I know what that means to me. Um, I just want clarity for any audience um, members, any listeners who might not catch on to what you're trying to say there. Well, when you focus, whatever you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So we have energy, right? We've got a circular amount of, we've got this amount of energy that we can give to something. And I think it's important to, we talked about cleansing your face. I think it's important to cleanse your energy too, because when you have something as big as a career or you're a leader or a bit, you have a business, when you've got something as big as that on your shoulders, there can be a lot of toxic energy that enters into your your being, right? Like, got these bills to pay. I've got employees to manage. Um, there's can be a there can be a lot of drama that's associated with it, and actually stress. There can be a lot of stressful um, it moments that when you are the leader or you you are the owner of this enterprise, you can put a lot of toxic energy into it because there's a lot of worry. There's a lot of, um, there's extra electricity to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. I, so I think Hold on, girl, I've been in business for 10 years. Yes, yes. And yes. So you get it. Yeah. Yes. So it's really important that we take time to cleanse, not only cleanse our faces, but cleanse our energy, you know? And, and so a lot of things that I used to think would not add to my bottom line, um, I really believe today that it can add to your, not only to your bottom line, but to your radiance and to your happiness and to your abundance. Um, so things that are more considered feminine energy, mm -hmm. 
versus masculine energy. So it used to be in push, push, push mode. I used to be in hustle uh, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. And on top of it, if you have kids, you're always on the go. And I've just learned that when I wake up now, I do my meditations, I do my breath work, I I massage my face to really get rid of the emotional tension. And those rituals are equally as important as checking things off your to-do list. And I'm going to tell you something, Amber, if you don't do these things, I think it can lead to a lot of breakdown in your life, not just relationships, but it can lead to a lot of breakdown in your self-worth in your, your ability to communicate your highest intention. Because I think also when stress comes into your life, sometimes you take things out on people and things that if you have a little bit more space, you'll be like, that's, that's, that's not their stuff. That's my stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot in here to unpack. Yeah. You know, and I've said it, I'm sure on the show before, but I always describe it as I just feel energetically constipated. Like when I feel energetically constipated and things aren't moving along the way that they're supposed to, that's there's something stuck here again, not hydrated is kind of the same philosophy or whatever. It's like, what, what do I need to do to cleanse, to detox? Like there's something happening in my life that's keeping me from moving in a flow state. And I do think you know, to your point is those little things like I journal, I meditate, I do yoga. Um, I also fascia blast and, you know, do these things because like you have learned that if you don't do these things, if you don't prioritize yourself, how are you then going to show up for your employees, for your vendors, for your customers, for your partner, for your family, you know, and it just blooms from there. And so, for women, especially like I, I'll, you know, people will say, oh, your skin looks so good, Amber, blah, 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 what do you do? And I'll, you know, tell them and they'll, they'll be like, which I don't think is a heavy lift, but they're like, oh, I don't have time for a 13 step skincare system twice a day. And I'm like, I don't do 13 steps. Like, what are you, t-? but it's like this automatic assumption that a woman is not allowed to take five minutes to take care of the thing that leads her whole life. You don't get it. You don't get trade-ins. You get this one. So are you going to take care of this or no? The one that shows up in the zoom box, the one that walks into the room first before they feel anything about you inside, this is what's on display. You don't have five minutes for that a day. What's that? Help us understand. (laughs) Yes. And I know you talk a lot about your personal brand. And, you know, I love something that's on your website, talent optimization, you know, as leaders and as business owners, um, it's really important that you show up as a leader and, you know, your personal brand is as radiant as possible. And you don't get there by not spending time on yourself. You don't get there by not spending time on cleansing your face, nourishing it, moisturizing it, but also doing that for your soul. How you treat your skin is how you treat your soul. And you need to do, they both need love, nourishment, and exfoliation, like you were talking about. Um, And, you know, I brought up talent optimization because a lot, none of us can succeed without people. (laughs) And that's something I, you've got to learn how to optimize people's talents. But if you don't learn how to do that for yourself and bring out the best in yourself, how can you do that for other people? You know, I think our jobs as business leaders is to look at someone in the eye and say, well, 
I hired you for this. Now, how do we bring out the best juice so that you feel good and the business we're, we're working synergistically here. Right. So I think it's really, I think, um, yeah, you've got to spend time on yourself in order to be able to bring out the best juiciness and radiance and, and abundance from yourself in order to do that for other people. You know, it's much more authentic and in alignment when you're able to do that. You talked a little bit about something that I'd love to highlight though, that I thought was so interesting. Uh, I forgot, you said energy constipation. I call that an energy block. And that's when, I don't know, Amber, if you've ever experienced this, I know I have, where you're just sitting there and going, I know I am meant for something bigger and better. And I know that there's an energy block inside of me. I am not living my highest potential, right? And it really is like, you know, that's why I'm very into breath work and I'm very into, you know, I can't meditate to save my life because I've got entrepreneur ADD. Uh So I do breath work as a form of meditation and I can do, I do 11 minutes every morning, you know, and I, I would never be able to even sit for one minute. Believe you me. Uh (laughs) I can't, my brain is too creative. Gorgeous chaos is what I call it. But I think like we have to move energy through our bodies first you know, and we've got, there's, there's like, even here, like our heart chakra, our throat chakra. I don't know if you're into chakras. Uh, yeah. They're energy centers in our body. Oh, for sure. I do. Like I have a whole chakra necklace. Like I go through the whole system. It okay. is ancient wisdom. And, yes. And you know, there's chakras, there's, there are the, the seven chakras inside of us. And, um, you know, Sometimes one of the chakras is blocked and we have to just become aware on what is that chakra? Why is it blocked? Some of us have a blocked heart chakra and we're not able to express empathy for ourselves. We're not able to express compassion or empathy for ourselves or for others. And then there's the throat chakra. Some people are very blocked. They can't communicate with their truth, right? And then there's the third eye chakra where you're not able to see things intuitively. So there's, it's a very interesting, and then there's the, you know, the sacral chakra down here by our bellies, you know, that could be blocked. Our sensuality is blocked. Our intimacy chakra is blocked. So I think exploring a lot of that from the inside out is so crucial. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, just, I mean, just kind of pulling it all the way back to the, just the simplicity of an everyday take care of your skin ritual of a beauty ritual. No one questions the worthiness of slowing down to brush our teeth. No one does. I mean, I've never met somebody who's like, oh, I don't have time to brush my teeth. That's a luxury. I can't, I'm a mother of four kids. Like I can't brush my teeth. Like who says that? No one, but (laughs) I can't take care of my skin That's really not that far of a reach. And so then I wonder why we get energetically constipated or our chakras get stuck and then we can't move past it because if you can't even slow down to take care of an external organ that everybody sees, you sure as heck aren't going to slow down to take care of sweeping things out on the inside that no one can see. And I just Mm -hmm. think that the continuity of fitness, nutrition, skincare, overall health, like all those things are representative of how much you value yourself 
and how much you're willing to invest time and attention into yourself before you then take on all of the other things, which we've been trained as women to be martyrs and take it all on. And it's fine. And that's your job and screw you. You don't matter as long as you're taking care of everybody else. Right. I mean, how many women come through your spas where they are showing up depleted on their last breath? Oh, so many. And it usually happens, honestly, when a woman is like 35, 40, 45, and they're, they're just tired. Their kids now are in school, whether it's elementary school, high school, or college, and they feel like they've given everything to everyone but themselves. Mm-hmm. And they just need someone to, to they, they're trying to find it. You know, they want to come for an hour of pleasure and, and finally just relax. Yeah. And there's some kind of luxury to give themselves self-love. Yeah. So that, yeah, you're right. They feel depleted. They feel dried up. They feel um, like maybe they don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just here as a support system to everybody else, but I'm no one's supposed to take care of me. And certainly it's not going to begin with me. And that's the part that I've, you know, I've been there. That's the, the, the gift of being such a young mom and to have to figure things out at 16 years old is you have to then start figuring out like, if what I want in the end is X, what do I have to do to get there? And what I realized very early on in my, I would say late twenties is I got to take care of me first. And I'm not saying I've done it flawlessly because Lord knows I have not, but I did learn very early on that work hard and play hard. Isn't the thing it is. It is work hard and self-care hard. (laughs) That's, that's the winning formula for me. So how would you, as you've been on your journey and and you went through your divorce and COVID and like your identity shifted so dramatically, how did you start incorporating self-care into that bigger picture, like mindful planning of life? How does, how do those two things come together Mm -hmm. for you? Well, so I think a lot of people talk about self-care and they think it's like bubble baths and, um, you know, for me at first, it was like just lying in bed and watching Netflix for hours. And sometimes you need to do that. But I think self-care needs to be sustainable. It needs, is it filling you up and is it nourishing you? And so I would even take it further. That's why I call them radiance rituals or radiance retreats where you're doing some, like, it's almost like in order to get energy, you have to give energy. So maybe that's like what you and I were talking about cooking. That's like, you're generating some elect, some very positive energy and positive electricity, right? If you hate cooking, then that's not your thing. Dancing. We talked about that, right? Where you're actually moving your body and experiencing a lot of pleasure and the music and the rhythm and, you know, um, you're moving through it's, it's beautiful. And that gives you energy, or maybe it's laughing with your friends when you're doing, I love belly laughs that make you cry. Yeah. Right. And that, that just generates energy for everyone. Um, so I think finding a hobby and gen and, doing something that's sustainable. I believe it or not, let's say you see something in your house and it drives you crazy. And let's say your, your fridge is just filled with food that doesn't nourish you. And it's disorganized. I did that one weekend, Amber, I just like bought a whole organization system and redid my fridge. And so every time I open up my fridge, it gives me energy Yeah, my pantry, getting it organized. It doesn't feel like it's 
nagging at me, my closet I've organized, you know, organizing can be a form of self-care as well. I think self-care is even financial wellness, you know, where work is self-care, believe it or not. People don't understand that like you, um, by working, you are taking care of your future self too, you know? So saving your money and living below your means, if you can, is self-care in some shape or form. Agreed. So it goes very deep. You know, it's, it's, I do think the intention and attention that you give to a ritual, washing your face, massaging your face, um, nourishing your body with creams that can become very sustainable because it's the intention that you put into it. Yeah. In the Ayurvedic tradition, which is, um, you know, the oldest form of medicine, thousands and thousands of years old, um, from the, uh, Indian culture, Mm -hmm. they do a daily Ayurvedic massage and they start. Yeah. With that scalp oil massage and then all through your face and then on every aspect of your body and you do it on a towel. It is like your, your, it's kind of like how the mat is in yoga is being on your mat. Like you're on this towel. And, um, and I had an Ayurvedic coach who is amazing. She used to be the executive chef at the Chopra center in the San Diego area. And, um, and she taught me so much about just even the act of what the oil means for your skin and the, the art of the massage and what that's doing to move the energy through your body first thing in the morning. And that through the the very first act of self-love that you have in the morning and how that sets you up for the remainder of your day and the, the calming of the anxiety and everything. It was just so incredible to learn that. And then I'm hearing you say like putting creams on and like, is it the function itself or is it the intent behind the function that truly is the, it's like that saying where your attention goes, um, your energy flows. And you've said that a couple different ways since being on the show. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, let me, can I share with you what I do in the shower, my shower, um, my shower ritual, and then I'll answer your question. Sure. Okay. So um, I have, we, Saver Beauty has a body silk serum and I also love coconut, um, organic coconut scent. So what I do is I take a little bit of that coconut and I, I put a little bit of the body silk serum on top and I mix it up and I rub it between my hands vigorously. And so what you're doing is you're activating your prana. I think you know what prana is, your personal energy. Yeah. And then, so you become very aware of like this electricity that you're your energy. And then I go from my feet and I just start massaging up my leg. And first of all, of course I smell it because it smells so amazing. And the air aromas really make you present. And just by massaging your skin. And I also like to say, I am grateful for, you know, because we can criticize ourselves, even when I get to my stomach and I've enjoyed way too much pasta the night before, and it's just bulging out there like a big, big pillow. Um, you know, I'm like, thank you, stomach, for everything that you do, that you're digesting everything. And thank you to my arms and I'm massaging my arms. Thank you so much for, you know, being healthy and for carrying the groceries home. And thank you to my hands for, and I just thank my whole body, right? And then you can feel all the tense parts. My shoulders are very tight. And I think you asked the question, well, is it the intention or what is it that that's most crucial? I think it's the awareness. It's like you were talking about stuck, constipated energy, and I call them energy blocks. Even just realizing that, wow, my shoulders are really tight. Why? Oh, I had a very stressful day yesterday. 
And my habit is to sit like this, right? And can I today just be a little bit more mindful and do more stretches to keep my shoulders more fluid, right? And is that the heart chakra that's getting stuck? Is it the heart chakra, or sorry, the throat chakra that's stuck? So you just start asking yourself question, yourself question, and you don't have to have all the answers, Amber, but you're very aware that this is going on and you are, you're appreciating with awareness. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. And for those of you who are listening or watching um, early on in this, I'm just going to go ahead and call it um, all the electricity in my house went out and it started again. So I'm on a different Wi-Fi system. So if we're a little coagulated here and there, I apologize. I know we really work hard to not have this happen, but if it's happening today, just hang in there with us if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, I think you'll be okay listening in on, on the podcast, um, whatever podcast app you listen into. So if there's a little disconnect, it's not because she and I are not vibing. It's just because there's some delay going on here. But um, yeah, so now I've lost my train of thought as I've, I've made that apology. Um, you said- Well, I just shared my- my spa sanctuary ritual. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I, I'm so sorry. I just got distracted by our, our, um, our little bit of a lag here, but I guess I will jump in on that and just, um, encourage listeners that this ritual she's doing in the shower, you have to take a shower anyways, you're going to cleanse your body. Like think of the ways that you can just do a little something for you. I'm not asking you to do a seven step skincare system. You might get there. You might decide that that's worthy of your time and that you enjoy that. But even just doing what she said and like having, like I have little um, shower bombs that it's just like a little scented something that you put in and in the, all the hot water and the steam, it's like being in a eucalyptus steam room. It's just a little way that while I'm already doing what I'm doing in there, it's just a little way of elevating that experience to take care of me so I can turn around and take care of everybody else. Um, I just think that is mission critical for any person, but especially women because of the type of roles that we fill in our, our lives every day. I want to know your line though, because you keep saying exfoliation and I'm the queen of exfoliation. I have, um, it's easy for bacteria to build up on my skin. Um, you know, I require, I've got sensitive skin, but I'm also like, just fry my face off because I need it. And like, it really does help. So tell us about some of the products that you have in your line and that are like those go-to products for no matter what kind of skin type you have or what your, you know, ethnic background is like, what are those go-to products that you would want any woman to explore? Okay. So I'm currently obsessed with, um, my Jasmine milk cleanser with the Yuzu lemonade peel. Okay. So before I get into it, this is like, this is the funnest part of my brand Saber Beauty. I love that you can beauty cocktail products. Yeah. So every, all the products were synergistically created. So you can actually become a little beauty chemist and start cocktailing together products. So let me teach you how to make your first beauty cocktail. You ready, Amber? I'm here. Let's go. Okay. All right. So <laughs> what you need is the Jasmine milk cleanser along with the Yuzu lemonade peel. And so the Jasmine milk cleanser smells like Jasmine Neroli. So it's beautiful and it's alluring and it's sensual. And the Neroli is very balancing for smooth, I'm sorry, smooth skin complexion. 
and it reduces skin irritations and breakouts. And then it also has ginseng root, which detoxes the skin. We were talking a lot about detoxing. But what I like to do is I like to put a little bit of a a dollop of the yuzu lemonade peel, which is a salicylic peel that helps to exfoliate your skin for brightness and breakouts. So when you mix the two, what you're doing is giving it a little bit of a vitamin C treatment. And then you, it smells, first of all, amazing. It just smells like lemonade yuzu with jasmine and neroli. I mean, it's the most heavenly aroma. And it's just a potent cocktail that really exfoliates, it brightens, it gives you um, it gives you a cellular turnover. So when you, after you wash it off, your skin is just glistening, you know? And I love how that feels. I love that. So I've... Um... <laughs> I've coached a lot and and worked a lot in the beauty industry. When I first came out with the Bombshell Business mm-hmm. brand, that's what it attracted. So spas, salons, like all of that. And so I had um, someone who was launching a spa and she just went through all of my products, like came into my bedroom, went through all of my products. And she was like this, this, so like that whole beauty cocktail thing. And I had, um, I think it was the ordinary. I had like some of that. Um, it was like an acid peel, obviously over the counter, but she, she advised me to put a drop of that in my night cream and to sleep in it all night instead of just putting it on my skin for the 10 minutes or whatever, and not a ton. So we're not going crazy. Check with your esthetician. Don't take this as medical advice from me. Cause that is not my jam, but Man, when you woke up, like your skin was so supple, it was hydrated. And then that peel exfoliated all at the same time. And my skin, just when I do that is like, oh, when I wake up in the morning, it sounds kind of like, (laughs) now I got to try your version of it and do it in the wash. Like that's a whole new level for me. So, (laughs) Yes. Well, because if you're going to your, to your point, Amber, you were like, you're going to wash your face anyway. You may as well have it be like a spa experience and make upgrade it so that there's a little bit of exfoliation. So that if you're going to do that little treatment, do that around three times a week. Don't do it every night. Um, and you were talking about putting a little drop. We have a fountain of youth product. Um, my favorite is it's called Restore. And so I put a drop of it into our truffle face cream. The truffle face cream is rich with vitamin B. So it really restores your skin's luminosity. Um, But what I love about this Fountain of Youth Store Elixir is it's just one drop. It's it's a professional grade serum concentrate. And um, we released it to the public because we use it, the Saber Spot estheticians use it in their treatments. And um, they were seeing such amazing like results with collagen plumping results. It was firming, it's healing. And so it has like this violet leaf essential oil, which is a very rare and expensive essential oil. It's like this beautiful emerald color and it restores your skin and promotes this plump collagen um, that makes it like super rich and velvety soft. And it has rose auto. It takes like 10,000 rose petals wow. to create a drop of this essential oil. So it brightens. So it's like, to your point again, you know, if you're going to use a drop, give it like it should be a concentrated, every single ingredient counts or no fillers. Yeah, I love it. You know, <laughs> this even coming all the way back, like she's describing these ways that you can take an ordinary event, like washing your face, 
and or even doing it in the shower because I not I know not every woman takes the time to wash her face as tragic as that sounds it happens and I'm not judging you but I'm just offering you a different perspective and so she's taking something that's simple and she's elevating the experience and like you can do that with so many things if you're trying to cut out alcohol I want you to get a beautiful champagne glass, like the the coupe de whatever they are called. I can't even remember the proper stemware name, but like not the skinny ones, but the ones like from the 20s. I want you to get one of those and I want you to pour sparkling water in that. And I want that to be your experience at night. I want like my mouthwash is in a cut crystal decanter, not in the, you know, Walmart oh brand. Like my toner isn't in the toner bottle. It is in a perfume bottle. Yeah. My, I mean, that's how everything is because like it can be that or it can be this. And so like, those are little moments of self-care too. That yes. were work. Life upgrades. Life upgrades. I love that. It's such a great phrase. Life upgrades. So good. Yeah. What you're talking about is life upgrades. I love it. That's beautiful. I'm going to put my mouthwash into a, uh, into a apothecary decanter. There you go. There you go. It is. And, and, you know, and then people notice that the, that you do those type of things and then they're like, oh, she values herself. So I'm going to value her too. And that is mm-hmm. the point. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, that's it. That's what my daughter said one day. She was like, when she was six, she was like, mama, I have to treat myself good because if people see me treating myself good, they're going to treat me good too. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know that's that. That's self in a nutshell. It's, it's it. And your six-year-old daughter gets it. You're a good mama. <laughs> You've taught her well. Oh, I love her so, 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 so much. <laughs> they're such a blessing because they're a reflection of us. And then we also, in taking care of them, we have to be reminded what it means to to nurture and, and to perhaps maybe give a little bit of that or, to ourselves as well. But I feel like I could talk beauty with you all day long because I know that beauty means the same thing to you as it does to me. And it's not about catching people's eyes or being the prettiest person in the room. Like beauty is an expression of what's beautiful about you on the inside. And it just happens to emanate from the outside where people can experience it in that way. Um, Yes. I think you wrote my book. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I got to order it next and go to your website. Y'all I do. um, I do typically try to get into the books as much as possible, but if I could even explain what my past several months have been, um, one day I'll get to that blog series, but until then you'll have to hear one of my keynotes to understand, (laughs) but it's been a little crazy. So that said, um, before we get into where can we find your book, where can we find your skincare line and all that good stuff? I want to ask you the final question and I'm really pumped to hear your answer. Um, what parting piece of advice would you give to a bombshell, a bold, brave, unwaveringly confident woman in business? Well, I'll go back to what I said earlier. You know, it's you really need to give yourself the radiance that you're looking for on the outside. So take time for these radiance rituals where you're filling your cup for sustainable, nourished self-care. This is this will make or break your happiness. It will. I agree with you wholeheartedly. So good. So, so good. All right. So um we definitely need to uh, hop on over to saverbeauty.com. And obviously all of this is going to be in the show notes. Um, uh, your Instagram is amazing. So on Instagram, it's Angela Gia Kim, J-I-A Kim. Mm-hmm. And then also Instagram, Saver Beauty. 
Um, so you can find her there and then they can find your book on your website, on Amazon, where, where all can they get your book? You can just get it at radicalradiance.com. And, um, I think the most important thing is to join our mailing list at saverbeauty.com because, um, you will get so many great beauty tips, not only from me, but from my team of esteemed estheticians and beauty experts. I love it. Yeah. So, and this is the thing, like whether it's a yoga instructor or a leadership guru or a beauty person, like you've got to find your people that you're going to follow and and stay in that lane. Because if you start following all different kinds of people, you get all different kinds of philosophy. And I'll just say right now that like what you have to offer is like, I'm, I'm even looking at the picture of the, of the book right now. It is beautiful to look at. Um, I just would encourage you that if you are somebody who's like, oh, I don't care about the exterior or whatever, like, cool. Really, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't either. But what I do want for you, Bombshell, is to have that radical radiance where it is from the inside out and the outside just can't help but represent the peace and the um, the nourishment that's happening on the inside. Um, anything you want to add before we um, tell our audience goodbye? You said it so beautifully, Amber. I love that we're so in sync with a lot of our ideals and philosophies. And believe it or not, I have to run to go do an employee review now. All right. See, this is the way of the bombshell. So on that note. Talent optimization. That's right. You go optimize away, sis. And um, (laughs) well, listen, y'all, this is an episode that I know you've got 20 girlfriends you could send this to. So this is definitely a shareable episode. Please do that leave a rating and review, like it, share it, all that good jazz. You know, that's going to put this in front of the eyeballs and the ears of more bombshells who need to hear these truths. And um, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.